Welcome to the Modern Savvy CPA, where financial expertise meets the cutting edge of digital age. I'm Sharon, your host, a certified public accountant, here to guide you through the intricate web of numbers and regulations, offering a fresh perspective of the ever-evolving world of finance. Most Americans are in bad shape when it comes to um, expense issues, when certain expense issues come up when we're surprised when that that surprises us it's because of one thing lack of preparation that that we're having with you know when we're not prepared for something it's a surprise and we're stuck with doing things that we don't want to do because of lack of preparation today we're going to focus on living below your mean and what means and what does that really mean what does that really mean why understanding what living below your means mean and how can it solve all your money problems? So we just talked about lack of preparation. You know, when, when you have lack of preparation where you are not prepared for something, especially when it comes to finances, what does that force you into doing? It forces you into doing, it forces you into racking up the credit card debts, getting stuck with the credit card debts, getting stuck with late fees and extra fees and interest fees and all these things. And that causes us big. You know, that's a big cost. One or more bad debt and the chance, you know, when you have bad debt, you lose the chance to start stacking up, stacking your money away. And that's what we want to get to. We want to get to the point where we're not, we don't have debt that is controlling us so we can start stacking our money away. We, we could start building our wealth. Some of us could start building our wealth because we have control over what our debt is. But some of us need to start having control over our debt in order for us to start stacking away and building our wealth, stacking away our money and building our wealth. So before we start analyzing the effectiveness of the question, how do you understand living below your means and how that can solve all your money problems? I want you guys to understand my life is not perfect. It's always a trial and error. No one that has their money finances under control life is is perfect it's a journey it's a your financial journey and having your financial journey under control it's a journey it's something that you got to check on it's something that you got to tweak it's something that you always have to be looking at in somewhat way but the hardest part is to set your plan up and having the preparation once you set that up tweaking it and working on it and all the different things that you need to do is not that hard to do once you get once you have your plan together. So, you know, don't don't think that you're the only one in this boat, but understand that there's a way to get on a different boat. There's a way to start, you know, sailing the high seas without having to worry constantly about your money problems or about your money issues and how money's controlling you. Before we start analyzing the questions, I need to let you guys know that, that, you know, I know that the economy out there is not the best right now with wages and student loan debt and job loss, et cetera. You know, all of us have unique situations, so we have to work on what our unique situation is. And we also have to look at what we're doing and understand our unique situation so and and then figure out how we can you know be financially better
And the one thing that you need to understand before anything else is live below your means. What does that mean? That means you spend less than you bring in. You spend less than you make. You spend less than the income that's coming in. That is the way that you are going to get out of your situations. Now, that's easier said than done, right? Than done. It's, it's a simple concept, of course. So, but it can be much harder for us to look at. So, what you know, we need to look at what it is that our issues are, what our money mindset is. We talk about money mindset a lot. And, you know, the, it's a big problem for a lot of people and most of them have their blinders on. Most of us have our blinders on. We evade our main issue. The main issue is if we are spending more than we our income, then we are doing something wrong. So this goes back to where we say we are broke or we don't know where our money went. That you're lying to yourself or you have your blinders on. You're looking at the road uh, with driving with your blinders on because the answer is there. Whether you want to look at it, whether you want to analyze it, whether you want to be prepared for it, it's up to you. This is your step that you need to take. So a short definition of living below your means. What does that mean? It means that you spend less than you earn that we just talked about. Making smart purchase decisions and not having to live paycheck to paychecks. Those are the three simple ways to define living below your means. Again, I'm going to repeat it. Spending less than you earn, not making purchases impulse purchase decisions, meaning make, be smart about your purchasing decisions and not living paycheck to paycheck. Those are the three things that means live below your mean. What, what, what does that mean? How do we do that? How do we do these three things? How do we dig deeper into it? What, you know, look at what your car payment is. Look at what your down, you know, your car is. What kind of car are you driving? What is your car payment? What part of your budget is that eating out? What percentage of budget you have? You can downgrade your car. You know, a car is not an investment. You know, one of the things, one of the, my mottos is, are you spending or are you investing? How do you use your money? Are you spending it or are you investing it? You need to think about it. Are, if you're spending it, what are you spending it on? Are you spending it on frivolous things that, that you're not going to, that's just being eaten away? Are you spending it on necessities? Those are the two spending options, spending it on necessities and spend, or spending it frivolously. That's my thing. If you're spend, spending or investing, think about those two things. Which one are you doing? You know, so look at your car. Americans are car rich, but money poor. We do not, we, we, a car is not an investment. That $1,000, if you qualify for that $1,000 Mercedes-Benz payment, I don't even know what a Mercedes-Benz payment is, whether it's a lease or a buy, that doesn't mean you can afford it. It does not mean you can afford it. What you qualify for and what you can afford are two different things. Only you can tell yourself the truth about what you can afford. 
the guy that that's wanting to sell you the car or lease you the car, he just wants to sell you or lease you the car. They don't really know. The other thing is house. We have lots of people that are house poor because they have bought something or are living in, in, in something that they can't afford. Whether they qualify for it, yes, but when you're house poor and car poor, most of your money is going to that. You have nothing left for anything else. Remember, what you bring in is what you bring in. You need to make that work somehow. If you're spending a lot of it on cars, spending a lot of it on your house, eating out every day is another thing, then guess what? You're choosing that pie. It's one pie. It's a pizza pie. How you divide the pie up is up to you. You got to decide that. So one of the issues that happens, one of the things that makes us spend more than we, we want is keeping up with the Joneses. It co coincides. Keeping up with the Joneses. You know, that is so overrated. That is the one thing you need to get you need to get out of. You need to stop keeping up the Joneses. Stop caring what anybody else thinks. Understand what your budget is. Understand what your needs are. Understand why, if you want something, why do you really want that? Is it just an impulse? Is it just because your friend has it? You know, does your friend have a ha fancy car, big house, expensive jewelry, new clothes? Is it because of that? Whether you're doing it intentionally or not, you need to understand. You know, you need to understand, you know, you don't need to upgrade your possessions all the time. You don't need to upgrade your phone all the time. You don't need to upgrade your car all the time. You don't need to buy a big house that you can't afford. You don't need to send your kids to private school when you have perfectly good public schools. These are all these things that are you spending or are you investing? It could go either way, depending on what you're doing, depending on what you're budgeted. You need to keep asking yourself that. You know, once in a while, you want to treat yourself. I'm not saying that you should be totally depriving yourself. Once in a while, you want to treat yourself, but it's an occasional thing. Treating yourself is occasional. Treating yourself is not every second of every day. You know, we all have personal struggles that we were we, with, with, with money. We all have personal struggles with money. I am the first one to tell you that it's a process. It's a journey. Things that I need to be thinking about or working up, working with all the time. You know, I am big with my, you know, thinking about my spending all the time too. Maybe I'm not a car person and I don't give a rat's, you know, ass about uh, a brand new car or what a car is or whatever. I, I look at a car in a different way. You know, I didn't get my luxury car until a few years ago. And trust me, it's nowhere near luxury compared to others. And it was very, very minimal when it comes to the car payment. And so I don't need to I do that. You know, why did I get that? there's reasons. I thought about that all the time. I thought about what I want. Can I afford it? Yes. Maybe when I wanted it 20 years ago, or I saw it or I aspired to it 10 or 20 years ago, it was something I wanted. Is it part of my budget now? Yes. It took that long to get to part of my budget, but, but you just need to make sure that you're not making impulse decision that leads to making wrong financial moves. You know, one of the misconceptions that I need to tell you guys about is about when we say living below our means. The biggest misconception about living below your means is 
automatically assuming that you have to be cheap. You have to be frugal, but you do not necessarily have to be extremely cheap. I do not believe in cheap cheapness. We will, we're going to go over a few things about that later. You don't need to be the penny counter. You don't live, need to live the penny counter lifestyle. I don't believe in the penny counter lifestyle. I believe we do all of this for the enjoyment of our life, but we need to analyze what we're enjoying and what are we really enjoying or what are we really doing and impulsing, you know. You want to make sure that you, you know, you're living a good life. Plus, you don't want to be scrambling, but you know, you don't, you don't want to be scrambling to come up with while you're living a good life to come up with with money to pay the bills every week or for an emergency. So either way, it could stress you out. It'll stress you out if 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 you're a penny counter, and it'll stress you out if you don't have money to pay the bills at the end. So both situations, when you're extremely cheap or when you don't have bills to pay because you're a spendthrift, will stress you out, will have an effect on your pocket and your health. So you want to make sure that you're not on one of these extremes. In our society, we tend to want to gravitate towards extremes. We want to make sure that we're not gravitating towards these extremes, you know. You definitely want to, you, you want to think about that, you know. Not because your friend got a brand new car, for example, that you're going to get a brand new car. You're thinking you're going to be left behind or people are going to judge you um, because of your 10-year-old car. Trust me, if they're judging you, who knows, you know. Many times those people who are falling into the trap of living, of not living below their means or living way above their, their means, they're not saving or they might not, they might be going through most of the time going through their most financial struggles that, that, that they're happening. They're, they're going through their own financial struggles. You just don't know about it. You know, you're not seeing what's on the inside. You're only seeing what's on the outside and rarely does the book cover is exactly what's in the book. So, and trust me when I say that, because I do tax returns for a living. I see what people make. I have clients in a vast array of income disparities, parities. So I know what someone that's making 50,000, 100,000, half a million, all these people that are in different ways, no way does what they look like on the outside, their inside looks like. Almost positively, none of them mirror each other on the outside and on the inside. So you cannot tell how much money someone has or how much wealth that they're building or or what their true net worth is by what's on their outside. Trust me. I will tell you in my three decades of accounting and two decades of public accounting, you cannot tell what someone's true net worth is by just looking at how they're living. Because most of the time, millionaires do not live a flashy life. And they're millionaires and billionaires. And a lot of the times, people who are living paycheck to paycheck are in debt are the ones with the fancy car, the fancy house, the fancy education, the fancy everything. But they are in negative net worth. They have more debt than they have asset. That's what negative net worth is. If when you have more debt than you have asset is negative net worth. So that in the end all be all is how you judge how wealthy someone is. Are they 
Do they have negative net worth or are they building their wealth? You cannot tell that, again, from looking on the outside. No one that I have seen so far in my lifetime am I able to tell whether what their net worth is by just what their outside looks like, what their house looks like, what their car looks like, what their clothes looks like. I cannot tell. You cannot tell. And I can tell you this in positivity because I see what's in the inside. I do their financial planning, their tax returns, their books. So I know what their real net worth is. And I see how they live. And I can tell you for sure that in my three decades of experience, that is something you cannot tell. Now, on the second half of this, uh, we're going to tell you how you start living below your means. What do we need to do to start doing that? Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, feel free to give me a follow to get updated on new and upcoming episodes and listen in every Tuesday and Thursday where I teach you smart money habits so you can make better money choices with a financial goal focus.